1000 rings, 1000 rings, 1000 rings, 1000 rings. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Top 1000 Radio. I am your host, Chris Naren. This is episode 31 and song battle number 30. Thanks to everybody listening. Thanks to everybody sharing and following. And thanks to everyone who gave it five stars. Uh, if you have anyone uh, that you know that might enjoy the podcast, please let them know. Uh, have them do the same. Uh, listen to episode 15 to understand what we're doing. But just in a nutshell, what we're doing here is we're we're going through a process by which I am creating a 1,000 song playlist. All right, I'm getting a lot of a lot of input from people. Um, I'm getting you guys will vote on who gets on the list from my list of challengers and um that it's it'll be an ongoing process okay this is a this is a multi multi year this thing could go on forever basically okay we there will be milestones where the the list is basically complete we rank the songs within the list eventually but then it's it's an ongoing never ending process of people saying hey here's a great song i think you'll like and then if i um you know, it, I'll put it up against four random songs from my existing list, and if if that song beats out one of those songs of the four, then hey, it's good. Uh, we'll put it on the list. So um, that's what we're doing. And hold on, I just gotta. I mean, I'm in constant contact with people uh, trying to get their last minute stuff in. And looks like we're good there. All right, so uh, just real quick, I wanted to uh, do some news and reviews, some on this day in history kind of stuff. Uh, on this day in 1956, April 3rd, 1956, Elvis Presley makes first of two appearances on the Milton Berle show. And he did that live from the deck of the USS Hancock. <laughs> and he earned $5,000 for performing Heartbreak Hotel, Money Honey, and Blue Suede Shoes. It's estimated that one out of every four Americans saw the show. Um, he also recorded It's Now or Never on April 4, 1960. In 1988, the Traveling Wilburys record Handle with Care in Malibu, Florida. It's comprised of Nelson, Lucky, Otis, Charlie, and Lefty Wilbury, better known as George Harrison, Bob Dylan, Jeff Lynn, Tom Petty, and Roy Orbison. In 2015, on April 3rd, Robert Burns Jr., Leonard Skinner's original drummer, well, we'll talk about that in a second, uh, was killed in a single car accident in Georgia at the age of 64. He played on the band's first two albums, 1973's Pronounced Leonard Skinner and 1974's Second Helping, uh, before leaving due to the rigors of touring. He rejoined Skinner on stage at the band's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony performance in 2006, where he was enshrined alongside his former bandmates. Um, and Skinner just announced, like this weekend, that they are going to continue without the late Gary Rosington. Um, while none of the original, quote-unquote, original members remain, lead guitarist Ricky Medlock played drums for Skinner in 1971 and 72 before rejoining Blackfoot. So Ricky Medlock is kind of an original member, if you ask me. So... Um, they're going to continue on, you know, with the brother of, uh, the late Ronnie Van Zant uh, on the mic, Johnny Van Zant. Um, so 
that is going to do it for news and reviews. And um, so let's get down to our song. Fly by Night by Rush. Fly by Night is the title track of uh, Rush's fifth. It's actually the, yeah, and the fifth track of Rush's second album, uh, Fly by Night, 1975. Music is by Getty Lee, the bassist, and lyrics are by the drummer Neil Peart. Peart wrote the song about his first trip away from home, 1971, at 18 years of age. He left behind his small town in Canada and flew to England. Fly by Night is their first charting single, peaking at 88. Hammer to Fall, the eighth track on Queen's 1984 album, The Works, written by guitarist Brian May. It was featured in the film Highlander, a movie for which the band had composed tie-in songs. It's the third song the band performed at Live Aid in 1985. Refugee, the second single from Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers' 1980 album, Damn the Torpedoes. It peaked at number 15. The song's co-writer, Mike Campbell, said Refugee was one of the first songs he wrote and recounted, I just wrote the music and handed it to Tom, and he put words over it. And when he found a way to make the chorus lift up without changing chords. In November 2003 interview with Song Facts, Campbell described the recording sessions for Refugee. It was a hard record to make. It was a four track that I made in my house. He wrote over the music as it was, no changes, but took us forever to actually cut the track. We just had a hard time getting the right feel. We must have recorded it a hundred times. I remember being so frustrated with it one day. I think it's the only time I ever did this. I just left the studio and went out of town for two days. I just couldn't take the pressure anymore. But then came back and we regrouped and we were actually able to get it down on tape. Night Train, the third track on Guns N' Roses' debut studio album, Appetite for Destruction, 1987. Tribute to an infamous brand of cheap California fortified wine, Night Train Express, which was extremely popular with the band during their early days because of its low price and high alcohol content. The title is spelled differently, omitting the T and removing the space, making a portmanteau of the two words. It reached number 93 on the charts. Slash describes Night Train as an anthem that we came up with on the spot. The original idea for the song came when Slash and Izzy Stradlin wrote the main riff while they were sitting on the floor of the band's practice room. The next day, Slash was so ill, was Ill, so Stradlin finished writing the music with Doug McKagan. However, they did not write any lyrics. The song remained incomplete until one night when the band was walking down Palm Avenue sharing a bottle of Night Train. Someone yelled, I'm on the night train, and the whole band joined in, with Axl Rose improvising the lines in between, bottoms up, fill my cup. After this initial inspiration, the band finished the song within one day. Stand 
Stairway to Heaven from 1971's untitled fourth album, Led Zeppelin IV, commonly known as Led Zeppelin IV, composed by the band's guitarist Jimmy Page and lead singer Robert Plant. The song is widely regarded as one of the greatest rock songs of all time. Comprised of three sections, each one progressively increasing in tempo and volume. The song begins in a slow tempo with acoustic instruments, guitar and recorders, before introducing electric instruments. The final section is an up-tempo hard rock arrangement, highlighted by Page's guitar solo and Plant's vocals, which ends with the a cappella line, and she's buying a stairway to heaven. The complete studio recording was released on Led Zeppelin IV in 1971. The band's record label, Atlantic Records, wanted to issue it as a single, but the band's manager, Peter Grant, refused requests to do so in both 1971 and 1973. As a result, many people bought the fourth album as if it were the single. As of 2000, it was the most requested song on FM radio stations in the United States, despite never having been commercially re- released as a single in the U.S. Alright, that is our song notes. Okay, and let's get to the polls. and re- Well, actually, let's do a review co- real quick. I just got a review in just under the wire from Artillo. And I'm going to, let's see if I can find, there it is. Um, I'm going to read what Artillo had to say here. Uh, Artillo is going to go with Charlie Daniels on the Challengers. Uh, man, I'm so sad I missed the last one. That would have totally been my list. Sadly, today's list is not my thing. Number five for Refugee. I never really liked Refugee all that much, but it's definitely winning by a landslide for me in this list. It's very template, but it's a good template. Uh, Stairway gets a four. Man, I hate to hold this against anything, but I just can't even feel this song anymore. I feel like I need to apologize to myself and everyone else for that, but still gets a four here. Uh, Night Train gets a one. Can't stand this. Vapid, bereft of meaning. Fly by Night gets a two. Makes me feel nothing. And number and Hammer to Fall gets a three. I don't hate this song. I appreciated the lyrics for what they were, but when I saw the song facts, I was surprised. I thought... This was a straight-up depiction of what it was like to live in the Cold War. It says, for we, for we who grew up tall and proud in the shadow of the mushroom cloud, we're just waiting for the hammer to fall. Sounds like it's got nothing to do with that, and was I was surprised. I thought it was about mutually assured destruction and a reference to Russia. Okay, well, um, I will uh, reference that when I get to my verdict, but... First, let's go to the polls and see what happened. Okay, so as I said, uh, uh, Artillo was the only one to give Charlie Daniels a vote. So thanks for that because I was kind of pulling for old Charlie on that one. Uh, but it was a tie uh, between Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, Crimson and Clover, and uh, give me give me some loving, uh, give me all your loving by ZZ Top. Not just some, all of it. Give me all your loving. Um, and they tied, so I went ahead and put them both on the list <laughs> because we got Eagles songs to kick off. And I did find a, uh, I found a repeat of Fortunate Son. Uh, it, it somehow got on the list twice, so um, so I went ahead and uh, and replaced Fortunate the the repeat Fortunate Son with ZZ Top. Give me all your love, and I guess I probably well I don't think I'm gonna put the Foo Fighters. 
version on there. It's good. I, I really like it, but I don't think it it merits um, a you know being on the list. But anyway, uh, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts they're gonna they they replaced New Kid in Town by the Eagles. So uh, Crimson and Clover is on there, and Give Me All Your Loving is on there. Poor Charlie, I'm gonna sneak him in probably. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little cheating and sneak him on there. Um, no, I'm not. I've already done plenty of cheating up to this point. All right, so this is the polls here. Uh, we got the Coast Law Congress coming together. The Council of Learning Elders uh, went big for refugee, 27. In second place was Stairway to Heaven with 22. And then you had uh, Fly by Night coming in at third with 17. Hammer to Fall and Night Train tied for last with 12. And then the slaw, the censorial laymen and women, they went big for fly by night. It got six. Uh, night train got one. Stairway to heaven got two. I'm I'm really surprised at the lack of uh, a lack of uh, honor for stairway to heaven. I'm not disappointed at all. I'm just kind of surprised, and maybe a little, maybe even a little bit pleasantly surprised. Okay. Um, Refugee got a five because I left it off the uh, the censorial layman and women poll uh, because Instagram do me that way. So uh, it got a five, and I think Refugee would have would have done well had it been on there. But it gets a five uh, default. So combined, everything combined, Refugee is the big winner, thirty two total points. Uh, second place, very close second and third place. Stairway to Heaven actually does come in second. When you add them all up, uh, Fly by Night comes in third with 23. And then Night Train barely edges out Hammer to Fall for fourth place. Um, and Queen does come in last. All right. So now how do I come down on this? What's my verdict? Well, it's pretty close. It's it's not too far off. Um, I'm going to give Refugee the top spot here. Okay. I really like that. That To me, that's the... That's the quintessential Tom Petty song. It's I, you know, it it was the song that most people kind of <clears throat> um, caught on to Tom Petty with that song, and it till still to this day it it's it it's fresh for me. So that's that's a you know forty years later or more. It's been gosh forty five years. Something sounds fresh forty five years later. That's um, that's a testament right there. Uh, I am going to give Fly By Night a four, okay? That is one of my favorite Rush songs. One of my favorite kind of, uh, as I think uh, Granger put it, straightforward rock songs. And, um, you know, it's just, to me, it's it's everything I like in a <laughs> in a rock song, really. Um, and I, uh, you know, I, I love, there, there was this, uh, I don't even know what you call it. It was this, this sound thing about these nerds playing Dungeons and Dragons, uh, you know, that I don't know, some comedy troupe put out and this nerd was singing about Mountain Dew to the tune of Fly By Night. I always enjoyed that. Uh, and it, 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 it. so I'm going to go ahead and give Stairway to Heaven a three, even though, you know, it is overplayed and I, uh, um, I don't really listen to it that much, but when I do, I still like it. I still enjoy it. Um, I didn't really grow up listening to Zeppelin like as a kid, like like a little kid. I don't think I really ever heard. I know I had to have heard, you know, plenty of Led Zeppelin growing up, 
you know, it was literally everywhere, but, um, I didn't like think about it. Like, Oh, that's Led Zeppelin. I, in fact, I don't think I ever heard stairway to heaven until, until I moved to California, you know, in California, Southern California, we had probably a half a dozen, you know, album oriented rock stations that, that played stairway to heaven, you know, at least once a day, probably, um, in the you know mid eighties when I, when I moved out here, but back in, back in Mississippi, um, there wasn't, there weren't really any album oriented rock stations in the town I lived in. They were top, there was a top 40 station. There was probably like 50 country stations, <laughs> but, uh, and then there was some, you know, uh, R and B, you know, stations that played like R and B dance kind of stuff. And so, uh, yeah, you weren't going to hear Stairway to Heaven on the top 40 radio. That's what I mostly listen to is top 40. Um, but, uh, so yeah, it was, uh, you know, I was probably 15, 16 years old before I even heard Stairway to Heaven. And so, you know, it, it blew me away when I heard it. And, you know, it was like everybody else that was into rock at the time, you know, that was one of the, we considered one right up there with Bohemian Rhapsody, one of the greatest, if not the greatest rock song of all time. So I'm going to give it its due and rank it, you know, at least in the top three on this list. So um, that's what it gets for me. And in fourth place, I'm going to give that to Night Train. All right. Uh, It, I can, it, it almost seems like, Axel's a little bit restrained on on this song. Like he could, you know, his vocals could be a little bit more aggressive, given the the um, the lyrical content. You know, because it it's, lyrically it's like a, a police brutality come you know come to into a song. <laughs> it's like it it really conjures images of you know people getting beaten with nightsticks and stuff. Um, and uh, you know, night train is is you know the 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 wine that it refers to, that is some nasty stuff, you know, uh, that, that and Thunderbird don't ever go near, unless you really desperately need a headache. Uh, don't ever go near any of that stuff. Uh, so those guys must have had, um, stomachs of platinum or titanium actually to, to survive that garbage. So that leaves Hammer to Fall by Queen, last place, which is sad. And again, it's not getting kicked off the list yet. This is probably the last, this one and maybe the next uh, song battle will be the last times we we don't kick something off. So it stays on the list. It lives to fight another day. And, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I agree with, uh, with Artillo. I think that's what the, the lyrics are about. I just think that they used it in the, in the movie, the Highlander movie, just they threw it in and the credits. It wasn't like the song really had anything to do with the plot of the movie. I think it 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 almost certainly was about the Cold War. Okay, and um, it's almost it's almost biblical in its sentiment that you know all this this is in vain. It's almost like the book of uh, uh, what is it uh, Ecclesiastes? You know uh, where am I getting that right? I want to say Ecclesiastes, uh, where, you know, Solomon is talking about how meaningless everything is. And, um, you know, if we're all going to get blown up, <laughs> you know, in a nuclear war, what's the point? And that's kind of, kind of what it's getting at. Um, and any, if you grew up in the cold war, if you were a kid in that time, you understand what standing in the shadow of a mushroom cloud means. And we all had, 
we all had nuclear war dreams back in the day. I still have them every now and then. Not as much as I did when I was a kid, but um, every now and then, you know, staring up at the sky, you see a star, and all of a sudden, that ain't a star, and it starts coming in fast, and next thing you know, boom, mushroom cloud. And uh, so uh, so I know what, the, what they're talking about, okay? But anyway, um, that's the list. Uh, Tom Petty, big winner. Hammer to fall queen, not necessarily a loser, but they're at the bottom of the list. All right, our next challengers poll is going to be interesting i think i know who's going to win this one right off the money oh wait i just said it no no i don't think eddie money's going to going to win because evidently you all hate eddie money and that's your right as as americans indians guamanians norwegians italians whatever you know all you people that are listening across you all have the right to hate eddie money okay i'm just not going to share sharing your hatred of them okay but we have a couple bands that haven't been on the challengers poll yet chicago okay i don't know how they're gonna do i have an idea though um and then the crucified a band you've never heard of unless you're me and my brother and a couple of other people that might be listening okay uh the crucified were a um a hardcore punk metal band uh christian band from the 90s and they put out at least two really just you know wall-to-wall great out you know two albums that had no weak points on them uh and uh so i didn't put the songs on here um eddie money i'm gonna i'm gonna we're gonna when i do the polls um i'm gonna put eddie money's uh Give me some water, okay. That was that's my favorite Eddie, Eddie Money song, and then Chicago's probably gonna be um, e feeling stronger every day. That's probably my favorite Chicago song, and then Crucified probably gonna be the Pit, okay. And I'll put those up on the uh, on the polls, and then our next song battle, song battle number thirty one, is gonna be just like a woman by Bob Dylan, uh, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, Elton John, When Love Comes to Town, You Too, and B.B. King. So you got to keep that in mind when you're when you're voting for the song that you, you know, are rooting for. Um, make sure you understand that When Love Comes to Town isn't just a U2 song, it's also a B.B. King song, all right? That probably should sway you in a certain direction, all right? My Sacrifice by Creed, and a really, really weird anomaly that's probably, <laughs> I know, some of you might stop listening just for this, uh, Flowers on the Wall by the Statler Brothers, okay? If you haven't heard it, check it out, okay? Statler Brothers, Flowers on the Wall, all right? Okay, that will do it, and I am going to play us out with a uh, holiday song, another one. And this one is called Color Me White. All right, guys, have a good one. My mind is clean.
They say 